0: The power. Power Rangers Retrospective. My name is Dan. My name is Freddie, And we're here to talk to you about some Power Rangers Season 2 episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Chugging yeah. right along. While we are only one episode without Tommy, <laughs> he is brought up every second yeah. of every episode. Yeah. It's so. just... Phew, like, we don't even get... So,
1: the all right. So, this episode, Missing Green, it's a Jon Stewart joint.
0: Yeah, it was...
1: Written by Ellen Levy-Sarnoff and Daniel J. Sarnoff, the duo. Um, October 3rd, 1994 is the air date. Now, before I go any further, the episode after this, October 4th. The episode after that, October 10th. We get, like, a... Actually, we see Tommy in this episode, so we get a week without Tommy. Yeah. Before we get to White Light. I, you thought, I thought, this was a saga, you know, I thought Tommy was gone, gone, so much so that I remember, and I was telling you, so much so that I remember on the playground that when White Light was coming around and people were like, who's going to beat a White Ranger, who's going to beat a White Ranger, no one suspected Tommy, I didn't suspect Tommy, they didn't suspect, they didn't suspect Tommy, like, nothing, he was completely out of our minds, but he was only gone for a week, so, I don't know, crazy how this works, how you remember things. I mean, time did your perception of time was slower when you were younger. Yeah, that's how our brains keep us from going crazy. Is that time speeds up for us as we perceive it as we get older? So we like all the minutia is kind of like cycled through. You know, like we we uh, things just speed up for us. It's just how our brains work, so they don't deteriorate and destroy themselves. So like it really did feel like a like things were longer, took a lot more time back then. And also things took up a bigger percentage of your life back then. Yeah. You know, 10, years old, you got to wait a year for something. That's 10% of your life, man. You know? Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That's real crazy.
0: I can't believe it's gone for a year. I got to wait a year. Yeah. Yeah. Now now I'm like, it's just a year. It's not a big deal. Who
1: cares? So I get it, but still like you could have backed off a bit more with the, even more than he did. You could have backed up a bit more. We could have had no Tommy. But, like, jeez, man, they're such a sucker for him. So Missing Green starts us off at the Youth Center, and Jason is practicing for an upcoming tournament, and he's just not in it.
0: Yeah, he's just real. He's a real sad boy.
1: He's, he's not feeling it. His mind isn't in the right place. There's, like, a, one of those Jackie Chan Woodman things that you hit. Yeah,
0: yeah, but they have it dressed up in green. That's why he keeps thinking about Tommy.
1: Yeah, like, he runs towards it. I just it,
0: see the color green and it just makes me think of him, man.
1: Yeah, he runs towards it and <laughs> he sees Tommy and it just stops on his tracks and he just can't get his mind off it. Zach's like, come on. Focus. You know, like...
0: It's like, yeah, I can, can't do I just... He's, sorry, man. i having a hard he, time.
1: Yeah, because... Find out that what uh, Jason's turmoil comes from is because he blames himself for Tommy losing his power because yeah. he was the one that had to leave the candle behind. He had to make the... Executive decision, you know. Well, Zach made that executive well, decision. Yeah, yeah. Zach made that. Exa- but, like, it's the needs of the many over the needs of the few. You yeah. Know, that whole thing. But Jason's torn up by it. He's being a... He's being real... He's um, being a leader. Remorseful. And, yeah, he's being a leader. He's, he has the tough choices to make, you know. He has to deal with those results, you know, what what comes from it. Yeah. So that's that's the problem here. Jason is just beating himself up over it.
0: Yeah, and Zack just kind of looks at him and is like, yeah. Hmm. But Zed, he's got it in his mind. He's like, oh, the Red Ranger's sad about his front one friend losing his powers? I wonder how he's going to feel when all of his friends lose their powers. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Green Ranger being done was just the beginning. This is the end, and he shows off the black, the pink, the yellow, and the blue candles.
1: Yeah, which is interesting. So if this is something you could do, this is just how it works. You know, these powers... These these are connected to the ranger's powers or their connection to the Morphin grid. However they work. Why would you make them that big? Those are some big candles. Yeah. Should have used just those little... Uh, like a tea candle. Yeah, like a tea candle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are big, hunk of, hunk of chunks. Like, big, fat boys that that sit there for weeks, you know? It's a lot of power, though. Yeah, well, that's true. Maybe, Maybe... Th- that's a good point. Maybe the candle dictates... Like, the size of the candle is dictated by the power that it's straining. Yeah. Okay. K fave that. Accepted. it. Uh, at the youth center, um, the Rangers are sitting around... And they're openly talking about Power Ranger stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kimberly says, like, out loud, like, Ranger or not, you know, Tommy's still a friend. Yeah. And Bulk and Skull overhear this, at least the part about Ranger. Yeah. And this is like... They just stop. Yeah, they're like, they just said Ranger. You know, like... If, you're in Angel Grove, you say ranger, you're only talking about one thing. Yeah. No one talks about park rangers or, you know, anything like that.
0: No, they just talk about spandex teenagers in pink. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, we have to tell Tommy about what's going on. I know Tommy will want to help Jason out. Yeah. So let's contact him. Yeah. They're like, well, we don't know where he is. Kimberly lets the boys know
1: that Tommy's probably out at his uncle's cabin. Out in the woods, you know, because that's where Tommy likes to be when he's a sad boy or when he's a happy boy or any boy. He likes to be out in the woods by himself. And so that's where he probably is, the cabin. So they're like, all right, let's go. Let's go to the cabin. It's like, oh, let's pick up Trini along the way. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing because there's a lot of this in these three episodes. Maybe not so much for the story content of these three episodes, but in these three episodes, we see a lot of stuff that's like kind of
0: the writings on the wall. With, yeah. with some things. So being a Power Rangers fan, as all of you are, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, we know that the power transfer is coming soon. Yeah, yeah. much faster than I thought it happened, too. It's only, after White Lights, like nine episodes away. Yeah. And the writing is on the wall. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, I'm not going to talk about it right now, but yeah. there are three characters that aren't, well, two are not getting as much screen time. Yeah, and we'll make it we'll make it evident coming up. Yeah, so
1: they're gonna go. So they're gonna go pick up training. Um, Bulk and Skulls is well, we gotta follow them. Where wherever they're going, they're obviously go, dealing with Power Rangers. They're are,
0: in in Bulk and Skull's mind, like they're on the Great Pursuit. So mm-hmm. they're like, they're not gonna find out who the Power Rangers are before we are. This is our thing.
1: Yeah. So they all pile in
0: some Durango.
1: Bulk and Skull are in a taxi, yeah. and we get a little bit of throwaway exposition where Bulk's, I'm sure, like, I'm glad my aunt, I believe, or... Yeah,
0: I'm glad my aunt let us borrow her taxi. Too bad we had to run the meter. So Is this
1: the only vehicle on hand?
0: So, when we were watching it, you made a comment, and you're like, oh, I guess we got some Japanese footage with a taxi. We don't.
1: We don't. Yeah. We really don't. There's no... There's no uh, practical think, reason or technical reason why this cab is in here.
0: I think it just had to be to like the quirkiness of Balkan Skull. Like, I guess. Oh, so. we can't
1: get a real car. I guess we're gonna drive a taxi. Yeah, I guess so. It also makes me feel like it was the only car on the lot or something. Like, it, yeah. it's 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 interesting. We'll see if this taxi shows up later. If this is like Balkan Skull's uh, like vehicle of choice, you know? Yeah, we'll see. So Skull's leaning out the side. He has a goofy-looking Skullified camera. Yeah, with, with, he's
0: got, like, bat with, wings and more, an eye on it.
1: He's got a parrot on the top of it and stuff. Real goofy. They they pull over a little bit behind where the rangers pull over. And the rangers have a map out that, uh, that they're using to try and find the cabin. Yeah. And they're lost. They know yeah. it. Mm-hmm. While they're separated from Jason, this is Zed's... Uh, this is where Zed thinks it's time for Goldar to come down. And, uh... Is he, is he just, like, he just... There's no real spell, but he wants to capture him and bring him to, quote-unquote, Dimension of Doom, a.k.a. Goldar's House Part 2. You know?
0: Yeah. But <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of funny how much Zed craps on Goldar. Yeah. And he's like, now they're split up. Red Ranger's not there. Go get him. It'll be easy. It'll be easy. <laughs> Nothing's easy for you, Goldar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Goldar uh, needs to work his way back up into Zed's favor. Although, yeah. honestly, he's never really been in Zed's favor. Zed's kind of like using like a doormat from
0: the well, from the get-go. Zed's done that because he so quickly betrayed Rita. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Like, he's like, N- I'm not going to let this guy in as my general. Yeah, yeah. He betrayed Rita so fast, he'll betray me.
1: Yeah, just let him, yeah, let him work
0: up. And he proves it in the movie. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Goldar's allegiance is with whoever's gonna keep him alive.
1: Yeah, you got the money.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you got the money. You got the power. You, you're, you, know, you're the boss. I'll follow you. Yep. Whoever tell whoever shows up and gives him a bigger paycheck or just keeps him alive. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, just keeps him alive. Honestly. Um, so Goldar comes comes to the park. Uh, the Rangers morph immediately. Yeah. And then Goldar immediately kind of captures him. There's a little uh, pontificating or what have you, you know, where he's just standing on a grassy hill yelling at him. Uh, Bulk and Skull have, like, a side view of this action, so they're like, get the camera, get behind this rock, we're going to take
0: pictures of this. Goldar knows he can't get it done in the ring against four of them. But if he can cut a promo, he knows that he can get over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: he's taking his, yeah going in business for himself here. Yeah, he's
0: doing that whole thing where as long as he's walking to the ring, yeah. he's talking.
1: Yeah. I'm going to get some, yeah, I'm going to get some me in the uh, audience ears. Yeah. I I respect it. I respect, yeah. yeah. Goldar's put, just doing his thing. Put himself over. So, Bulk and Skull are behind a rock as they have the camera set up to take pictures of what's going to go down. Yeah. As soon as the Rangers charge at Goldar, Goldar just captures him, just shoots energy out of his sword, captures him, and then Goldar just as a happy Goldar time.
0: Yeah, they lay against the car pretty funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, like Zach, yeah, I saw Oh, no. Zach bent, like, uh, against uh, the hood of the car. is pretty funny. Um, So now the Rangers have been captured, and, and now it's only Jason that's that's out, that's that's, that's out and about. Bulk and Skull are going to go develop their pictures that they the caught.
0: The one-hour photo.
1: Yeah, at the one-hour photo, which was so crazy to think of back then, man, that that was
0: a thing. I mean I don't like, even think they do that anymore. They have to. I think that you can go to like Walgreens and print out your photos from like right uh, cuz most cameras You just go there and digital. it's like, "Hey, we got the photo stock if you want it." So Bryn for some reason likes yeah. to use disposable cameras. Okay. So she went and bought a special black and white one and she went and took a bunch of photos with it. They didn't develop because I was like, "Hey, you take photos in the dark. Don't do that." That didn't really work out, but what it, it took almost a month for Walgreens to develop them. Oh, and they didn't charge her because we went through the photos and none of them turned out. But oh, uh, a month. That's a weird. It's weird.
1: It's just weird to think about. It's just how. It's again the whole um our generation and how fast that this technology boom has been that at. We were alive at a point where photos were, like, analog, you know? Like, and developed, like, that way and stuff. It's crazy.
0: Man, we were alive before the family computer was a thing. Yeah,
1: that's crazy to think about. It's been such a short time, but all this development has happened. It's it's insane. Now man. I got a computer that doesn't have disk drives. That's so weird to me, too. Yeah. that That blows me away. Yeah. That blows me away, man. But, wow, here we are. Um... Yeah, so uh, Vulcan Skull are going to go develop the, the photos while um, the rangers are captured inside the Dimension of Doom. Yeah. Goldar shows them the candles, lets them know. Once they
0: burn out, you're done, just yeah. like your friend Tommy. But the way that it's going to work is that the flame from the green candle, the last bit of wax, yeah, that's... is going to be the igniter because that's the only way to uh, end them because... Like, if you could just Must make a candle be, yeah, the burn
1: fl- Yeah, the flame on it or something. Yeah. It has to be
0: the magic from the green candle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so he lights these new candles with uh, what Dan said with the remnants of the green candle, which was, it is just like a sliver and just a last bit of wick on it. It's a birthday candle, straight up. <laughs> yeah. It does look like a, like a, a cupcake that, like, the Crypt Keeper would eat or something. <laughs> you know, like, it looks like something that, like, Beetlejuice would eat. Like, some... Some creature mascot from our childhood that ate goopy, grossy
0: things, you know. So, I want to make a point mm-hmm. that at this point in suit, the only Rangers that are speaking are Kimberly and Billy. Well, Zach and Trini are staying silent.
1: There's some grunts I felt like from Zach and Trini, but yeah, you may be right. You may be right there. Uh, Zoran's Litton. Jason know that the, like, what's, what's going on with, uh, with the Rangers being
0: captured and stuff like that? And also, Jason is getting furious. He's like, where are the Rangers? The yeah. other Rangers wanted you to win this Golden Pipe Karate Trophy, so why don't you go?
1: Yeah, he's all. but they, they knew you were worried about Tommy, so they went to go find him. When that happened, they were captured by Goldar. Basically, just run him down, everything that half. And and Jason's like, well, I, my friends are paramount above everything else. I need, you know, like, the trophy means nothing if they're yeah, not around. Yeah, so they come to find out. Well, while they're talking about the trophy, Zed's like, good idea. Makes the trophy into uh, pipe brain, which, as we know, uh, what's his name, He's, Master String or whatever. Well, yeah, it's Baron String. Baron from, Baron String and from Die the Ranger. first
0: episode of Die Ranger, and I was interested to see how they use the footage. Yeah, and. The answer is, they don't. That makes a lot of
1: sense the way they do, though.
0: Yeah, he kind of just slaps him around a quick second, and then it's all putties. Yeah, until we get the magic. They let
1: battle. him. They um, Zordon tells Jason that in order to get into the dimension, he has to first defeat Pipe Brain. Yeah. So it's... Jason goes down to fight Pipe Brain by himself because he has to. And the other and putties surround him, and he basically fights putties with some, but it's tentacles a, off screen being thrown at him. It's a pure rage battle. Like you can feel the heat <laughs> yeah. coming off of Jason. Jason does this with like, how angry he is. Yeah, Jason does a scowl thing where he just tenses up and while looking at the viewing globe, and it's
0: terrifying.
1: You actually think that he's about to get that anger cry. Yeah, like he's he's intense in this. The fight's pretty cool, despite the not being able to interact with pipe brain and it's just these tentacles being thrown at this suit actor yeah but he's fighting the putties the song fight kicks in just when it needs to kick in it's it's awesome uh fight in the park uh there's just one putty kick so hard he hits he flies
0: up into a tree branch and hits it like there's can i cut you off for a second go for it before they send him down zordon has to give him this talk and he's like don't be so angry that's what they want okay you made the right choice letting the candle burn out because the rangers needed you then. They need you now, so you need to go in with a calm head. You are a good leader, mm-hmm. and you need to continue to be a leader. Yeah. So go down and do your thing. It's a good point. It's a very,
1: very good point. So he goes down to the park, and when he, like, you have the pipe brain tentacles thrown at him off camera because, you know, there's no footage of of uh, Ziyu fighting this monster because it's a dire Ranger monster. But um, it's still a pretty good fight because of the putties and the song fight playing. Uh, like, it's it's real intense, good camera work. Jason kicks the crap out of this one putty so hard that he hits a tree branch. He gets yeah. flying into a tree branch, which is pretty cool to see. Um, pipe pipe Rain goes big, and then... Uh, well we get the the first episode of die ranger conclusion which is uh jason calling on the red dragon thunder sword yeah and he it's a it's a one on one fight it's really cool you like uh if you haven't seen that die ranger like you see a this is like like the most you get out of the red dragon thunder sword warrior mode yeah with these fast chops and these like he uses his staff to,
0: like, spin around and kick and all that. There's a couple of crazy things that you notice during this battle, though. Because mm. in his battle in the park with the putties, uh, we notice that the voice isn't Austin St. John.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, this this is what we were talking about. Yeah, so Austin isn't on hand to do this voice. So they had they had him for the day to shoot in the command center and, and the, the uh, youth center, but... Uh, the ADR is someone else. Someone putting on their Austin voice and doing an okay job, but it's clearly not Austin. And this this is throughout. Like, in the Zord fight, he's absolutely silent. Yeah, there's which no len- cockpit footage. Which lends to the uh, intensity, I would say, though. Yeah. It lends to the intensity and seriousness of the fight, which is cool. But it's definitely, when you get into the production of the show and the, like, the... The episodes that follow and the direction of the show where it goes after this, it's very very interesting. It's a, it's it's a pivotal point in Power Rangers yeah. history, like the direction of the show and all that. Um, so after he defeats Pipe Brain with the uh, Red Dragon Thunder Sword uh, uh, Warrior mode, he does like the the hand spin where he makes a turbine and all that, and he defeats uh, Pipe Brain. Pipe Brain returns to his trophy form and goes back to the pedestal conveniently. Yeah. Uh, Jason gets into the dimension that he defeat Pipe Brain Pipe and he like has a little scuffle with with um, little scuffle with Goldar.
0: Like, a, There's a lot of talking in this. Yeah. And where, it's, which is where it becomes very noticeable it's that it's very not app- Yeah,
1: very, very apparent that it's not Austin when he's having this fight with Goldar. It's just someone else doing their best uh Jason impersonation, yeah, so it's I would like to look at s- some production notes or something you know, I would like to even talk to Austin about this, like so what where were you during this? What was happening at this point? you know,
0: yeah, I think they've been very good about not really talking about it, mm-hmm, so yeah, I'd like not to bring up any any
1: like sour grapes or anything, but just for completion's sake and just wondering you know, just for a, a historical sake, I guess you could say. You know, yeah. Just for uh, for all that. You know, that'd be very interesting to have a have a little sit down with Austin's and hear his thoughts on this episode and where he was and what was going on and what was the headspace and all that.
0: Well, we can reach out and see if he's willing to. Yeah. Put uh, that on the Patreon.
1: So uh, the Rangers are locked up in this cage inside this uh, dimension. They, they have this cool, like, blur effect on them that makes them look like flames burning out yeah it's really cool austin reaches into them he, he has an idea says all the candles are out he says give me give me your power coins
0: and notably billy says here kimberly says here take it yeah. and trini and zach just moan as they give it to him
1: yeah so he places the coins on the respective candles then he holds his coin in between these two like I don't know what to call them, like Tesla kind of like yeah. ball things, these Tesla coil things, I don't know, these little conductors. He puts his coin in between, and the, his coin disperses his energy into the other coins, which restores the
0: candles. And this is kind of silly, but I liked it. When the rangers ran out of the yeah. out of the little prison cell, they didn't have coins in their morphers. That's like a little thing that I
1: A little ex- detail you appreciate.
0: Yeah, it's the kind of thing that I expect them to overlook... Yeah, but I'm
1: glad that they didn't.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah.
1: It's kind of a very goofy 80s cartoon. Uh, what's that called? Deus Ex Machina thing where it's like, oh, conveniently, they can restore his powers by putting his coin right here because this candle candelabra has this functionality as well. Yeah. As Jason's trying to step out, the rest of the Rangers escape. But Jason's trying to step out. Goldar grabs him by the ankle because Goldar was hanging around. In the he was altar. hiding in the smoke. Because it's all over the floor. Because, again, this is just Goldar's house. Dimension of Doom or whatever. This is Goldar's house. The second floor. Who knows? You know, yeah. This is just Goldar's house. Um, he says, he didn't get away that easily. And he just kind of kicks him. And he leaves. Yeah, he kicks yeah. him and he leaves. But it's enough time to give a little suspense. Because the Rangers show up in the command center. Yeah. And one by one. And then Jason isn't there. And they're like, oh, no. And uh, Zordon uh, reiterates it like, well, Jason, Jason knew that like he may be sacrificing himself to do this. Yes, and, you know, there's a chance he can't leave the dimension, and he tells and he tells the Rangers, well, the dimension has
0: certainly closed now. So if Jason isn't here, I don't know what to tell you.
1: But then Jason shows
0: up right there, and he's like, hey guys. Yeah. Like, after Jason leaves the dimension, Goldar has a real fun line where he's, like, pointing. He's like, my life is dedicated to destroying you, <laughs> Red Ranger. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he's still
1: on. Goldar yeah. still There's a camera running somewhere, and Goldar's <laughs> still on. Yeah, he ain't missing his opportunity. Oh. So the Ranger, yeah, like I said, the Ranger's there. Uh, Jason joins him, and then we're going to go handle
0: that tournament. We well, that. before that, he's like, still upset about the Tommy thing, but Alpha's located Tommy. Oh and yes. Tommy is writing a letter to Jason and everyone. He's like, you know what? I'm glad I just need this time to clear my head. You guys are great without me. Oh, I hope you won that golden trophy.
1: Tell tell him what uh Tommy's wearing by the way. Oh, he's wearing all white. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's got white pants, white shirt, brown jacket. Uh-huh. It kinda looks like kind of looks like a new Ranger outfit. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. So he,
1: I didn't even think about this, but he doesn't even get the letter from Tommy. They just watch him write the letter? Yeah. Is that what's happening here? They're watching him write the letter and they're talking Is the view we're having right now the view the Rangers have from the viewing globe? Yes. So we listen to this dumb boy write his letter and speak out loud every word he writes? Yeah. That's weird, but whatever. That's (laughs) what's happening. Tommy writes a little heartful a heartfelt letter. It's cute. He's like, look, I don't blame you for what happened. Yeah. He he basically (laughs) says everything Jason needs to hear. Yeah. It's not your fault. The others depend on you. We'll see each other again. Your friend, Tommy. Yeah. (laughs) It is. It is what they're seeing. Holy crap. Hey, I told like, man, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. They're watching Tommy write this letter in the viewing globe. It's so silly. Uh,
0: And then Zed's, the more I divide them, the closer they get together. I don't understand it. Oh, I'm gonna get them. Oh, I'm gonna get them. Even if I have to scour the entire
1: galaxy to do so.
0: Yeah. And, like, the best thing that he could do is kill Tommy.
1: But, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, they show up at the youth center. Uh, Jason, with no shirt, just intimidating everyone through, (laughs) through the parking lot as he walks in. Bulk and Skull confirm them at the entrance with their developed photos. Of the Power Rangers. Yeah. Pulls out the photo, and it's just the eggs falling on them. Their POV of the eggs falling on them.
0: Hmm. Huh.
1: So they don't get the pictures
0: of the Power Rangers transforming. Nope. Too bad. Oh, no. Trini's suspiciously not with them, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of suspicious stuff going
1: on, but... As we said, it's... It, like with what's gonna be happening and all that, it, I got gotcha. you.
0: Yeah, Jason does his kata, and he wins. Because of course he wins. Yeah,
1: not, I don't want. Look at talk. this guy. Yeah. Who else is competing here? That dude, that short guy. You know, all those dudes covering their chests. Everyone in black. Yeah, no one. Has, yeah, or this monster of a teen with this yoked physique, that just has perfect form. Yeah. And also has like the popularity vote too because uh, it's Jason Lee Scott. Because he's so handsome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah, they give him the trophy. Because why wouldn't you? And he, uh, he holds it up over his head and he goes, This one's for Tommy. Yeah.
1: Because we gotta talk about Tommy. Mm-hmm. so upsetting that how much, like, like how a, much Tommy stains. This series, and we talked now, about it. Now, don't get me wrong, because yeah, as Dan said, we have talked about this. Tommy is awesome. Tommy is deserves his legacy. Most of the val- most of the positive points about him are valid, but at the same time, he hinders the
0: crap
1: out of the first season, and in this season, they're just still like holding on to
0: him. It's not till like White Light where we really like the Green Ranger sucked. He yeah. looks really cool. He looks really cool, but the Green Ranger sucked. Okay?
1: And we had the Mimasa Bond shield, too. Yeah. Which is just hard to look at. The Green Ranger did suck, y'all. He really, really did. Like, I, like the Green Ranger... I love the girl, Green Ranger. He sucks. Yeah. Oh, my, my homie Gino, like, he loves the Green Ranger. But he sucks. You know, like, he... I love the Green Ranger, but he sucks. He looks amazing, but he sucks. Barai's cool, but Barai has a very meaningful, poignant, impactful—all those descriptors—storyline, yeah. you know, with a meaningful end that's beautiful. You know, Barai is dope. They couldn't do that with Tommy, and they wanted to, and they wanted to keep Tommy around. So it's like it's very hampered. It's like it's so. It's it's a lot of dead weight when it comes to the Green Ranger. Every cool bit that happens with the Green Ranger is usually Tommy like out of morph having a fight where he's just spin kicking for 30 days. Yeah. Spin kicking for for an eternity like through a stinky pumpkin patch or it's him handing the shield over to someone else. Yeah. It's it's really never like solely cuz of what the like Green Ranger is. We'll give I'll give um some Points for the Dragon Sword, obviously. Dragon Sword brings a lot.
0: Yeah, the Dragon Sword's cool, but again, but the Dragon Sword is a different character. Yeah, and like the Dragon Sword specifically isn't controlled by anyone. Yeah, he's he's his own boy. Yeah, he he sleeps
1: in the ocean and hears this call like I'm coming. Yeah. He hears the you like oh use your missiles you got it use your uh, drill tail you got it he he's his own entity you know like so. Again, Green Ranger is just, he's a lot of hype, a lot of bluster, not really any substance there. Yeah. The legacy of Green Ranger is cool and will always be cool. And, you know, Green with Evil will always hold such a significance in our minds because it really, you know, to be fair, the Green Ranger saga, the Green with Evil stuff, shaped what rangers was going to be the method of of rangers you know like it really it really upped the cool factor when you dissect it it doesn't hold up but its legacy stands the test of time that always stands the test of time the legacy of it will the actual content and story bits and episodes not so much again Tommy Oliver is a cool character and he deserves most of the praise. There is some, there is some like, you know, parts where it's just like, oh, I don't know. Just, I don't know what to call it. Fan, bo- fan, fanboying, I guess a bit. I don't yeah. know, but I love Tommy Green Ranger himself, though. Nothing, nothing special. There's been so many better Uber Rangers all over the place.
0: I mean, like you can even say the White Ranger the white ranger yeah the white ranger outdoes him immediately uh, black dino thunder outdoes him like i look at like
1: in just other uber rangers throughout the series like silver space amazing magnet defender magnet defender like these are all uber rangers that really really are significant and cool cam cam yeah the green samurai ranger like these are all rangers that are so cool and like nuance and all that awesome Ugh. awesome stuff Green Ranger, we we salute it for setting the tone and making it this way that there's going to be an Uber.
0: And in Sentai, he's the first Sixth Ranger. There was one before him in one episode, 20 seconds, and then he died. So (laughs) he doesn't count. Yeah. But the first continuing sixth character is the Dragon Ranger, is Green Ranger. Again, the legacy is what's important here, but the actual
1: episodes and... The acts of the ranger,
0: uh-uh, not, not, nothing, nothing special, not that good. But so anyway, let's get to the next episode. Orchestral Maneuvers in the Park. This one was written by Douglas Sloan, directed by Jerry P. Jacobs. This is Jerry P. Jacobs' first entry as a director into the series. Mm. Uh, it aired October 4th, 1994, as we said before. Yeah. Mm. And this one is going to start out with Trini and Zach at the juice bar. Yeah, Richie. Richie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, working the bar. Yeah, and uh, Zach's cousin Curtis comes up to join in and, and uh, just get a drink and hang out. Yeah, it, like there's there's a jazz concert coming up, and Curtis is the front man. Yeah,
1: he's going to be playing a solo, but he says the problem is his horn is still in route. You know, since he just moved here, he just moved here a couple. How'd you get into a band without the horn? I don't. Well, He just says I can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you trust a tailor. You, yeah, that's true. You trust a Taylor. <laughs> the Zach man. The Zach man delivers. So yeah, I was he like, does. oh, wait a minute. Your cousin, that Zach Taylor? Okay. Yeah, you're in. You're in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like. It. So his horn still hasn't made it to Angel Grove. So Zach says, how about you use our uncles? You know, I got it. You know, I still got it in storage. And we come to find out that their uncle is a famous jazz musician. One of the best there ever was.
0: Yeah. Of course, he's a
1: Taylor. He's a tailor, (laughs) yeah. Uh, That gives Zed an idea. We're gonna put a spell on this horn that'll put a hallucination
0: uh, hex on on whoever hears it. I kind of like Zed's focus, that not everybody that heard the horn is gonna have the hex, but people influenced by Zordon's power. Yeah,
1: that is very true. He's done this before where it pinpoints the... The, the trail of the, like, the morphing grid, you know? Yeah. it It's it, it specifically, his magic specifically affects uh morphing grid-touched things, you yeah know? So the guys are at the park. Well, Zach and Kimberly and Curtis are at the park,
0: right? uh Billy. Oh, is it Billy? Yeah, because they're going to deliver the horn to Curtis. Oh, right, right, right. And they come across... Kimberly makes her line, she goes... This is going to be a really cool concert. I wish Tommy was here to see it. Jeez, can we just stop? That's what you said when we were watching it. Yeah, yeah I did. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, cuz Zach makes like a
1: similar face that I do or just like, jeez, just one episode, guys. <laughs> Let's not talk about them for one episode. Anyway, they're crossing a they're crossing like this little bridge in the park, and who's coming from the other side directly opposite? Bulk and Skull. Yep. They got a wheelbarrow. What's going on? What are you boys up to? Bulk has the idea. That he, like, you ever seen Cinderella? Yeah. You know, like that, that's what he leads off with. He's also so we're going to get footprints of the Power Rangers. We're going to make molds of them like you would like Bigfoot or something. And then we're going to go around and have people stick their feet in this. Whoever matches is a Power Ranger. We got them.
0: They say they're going to force people to do it.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> while it's a novel idea, this isn't our strongest one, but I still praise our boys for trying.
0: What if someone just says no, guys?
1: Well, that's that. We just just mark them off and hope they're not a Power Ranger. Well,
0: you're a Power Ranger, then. We're gonna yeah. tell everyone you're a Power Ranger. You don't put your foot in here. Yeah. Okay, tell them. It's
1: fine. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna have a real problem with being known as a Power Ranger. The right? villains know who I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's an interesting that's an interesting thought. Has any villain? Ever used the public as an enemy against the Power Rangers, um, outed the Power Rangers to everyone, and then just let hysteria take place. Didn't they do Society that in space? Had, maybe. No. Well, in space, had the amazing. The I'm gonna cry if I talk about that. I'm a rain. I I'm a Power Ranger. That whole sequence in the countdown. Yeah. I'm no. I'm
0: getting real emotional right okay. now. Just talking about. Okay, it. Okay, we got a couple of years till that happens. Yeah. Oh. So,
1: I don't know if there's ever been a villain that has used the knowledge of the Power Rangers' identities against him. And I think that would be pretty cool if it hasn't happened yet. That would be pretty neat. Just let society know and just let society do
0: its thing. Well, what... I mean, like, the worst thing that could happen is that there's, like, a Sokovia Accords. And they're like, no, you gotta pay for all the damage that your robots do to our city. There's that, but there's also, you know, there's a lot of nut jobs out there.
1: There's got to be someone who wants to pull, like, a John Lennon on him or something, you know? Yeah. There's, let humanity do its thing, which is a big mixed bag, you know? Let it happen. That would be pretty rad. You know, that would be pretty cerebral. It's I all about that... the game and how you play it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, give me a second, like I work some Lemmy in here. Yeah, it's
1: all about the game, and if you can game it, it's all about the game, and you can game it.
0: It's all about the game. I play. forgot what WrestleMania, I think it was a WrestleMania,
1: maybe it wasn't a WrestleMania, where they played the song live, and Lemmy just phoned it in. <laughs> it's all about, you could take, and if you can take it, it's all about the game, and if you can game it, you know, like, he just, like, he was just, <laughs> he,
0: like, I think he did one verse, like, where is Triple verse. H? He promised cocaine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, like there, I believe it's one verse. They did the first half of it and then repeated that first half because I am, I am like, I like, like Lemmy had such a hangover, you know. I don't know what pay per view it was, but it's, I can't think of which one it is, which one it is right off the top of my head. I'm gonna say, uh, it's like a Judgment Day or something, you know, one of those. Or it could have been WrestleMania, just because, you know... I don't think Lemmy showed up for anything but WrestleManias. Yeah, so it could have been WrestleMania, because it is Motorhead playing live. Yeah. So, yeah. Or a SummerSlam. Could be yeah. a SummerSlam. But, uh, yeah. That would be real cool if a villain did that. That's all I'm trying to say. Anyway. So, Bulk and Skull lets the, lets the Rangers know their plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach like you guys are doing some gardening. And uh, Bulk actually gets Billy... After uh, Billy says, uh, like, you know, poo-poos their plan.
0: Yeah, he goes, maybe we'll never know. He shows what you know, Dweebazoid. Yeah, and Scold Dweebazoid.
1: <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's really it was a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's, they got him. They got him. <laughs> we go to Zed, and he's all, putties now. So the okay. putties come down to the Pour park. Pour this
0: juice on this trumpet.
1: Yeah, these putties come down while they're conveniently right at the playground, and we get a
0: dope fight.
1: Yeah. Uh, Playground Kim-
0: fights are always good Kimberly gets this amazing kick in this one Yeah Where she kicks the putty so hard That it goes up the slide And it, then it flips over And lands it, in front of Billy
1: Yeah There's a lot of reverse footage in this uh, sequence There's three I believe There's the up the slide There's Zach that does a spin jump Reverse spin jump Then spin jump Yeah And then there's Billy kicking another putty up Like some part of the, the jungle gym And
0: yeah. most of Zach's fight is sped up too.
1: Yeah. Well, this is what Billy, uh, this is what, uh, David Yost was talking about in that little ad buffer. I was, I was always mentioned where he says, now we're going to hit it with Ranger mode or whatever. And then yeah. they just slow it down or speed it up. Oh, God. Yeah. That putty gets murked. So while they're fighting, Zach had to drop the trumpet. And this one putty comes up with his sack of, of trumpet dust, yeah. I don't, his magical trumpet dust. And he pours it on the trumpet. The trumpet sparkles blue. And then it goes, that that's a weird sequence. We're watching it again. That's such a weird sequence. Yeah, Zach does this like reverse jump, then he reverses that jump, and it's like, I don't know if that was he a He jumps reverse. forward, jumps back, jumps forward. He jumps, he jumps forward, reversing like momentum. It's really weird. Anyway,
0: the putties did what they needed to do, and that is curse that trumpet. <laughs> and when they beat him, they all meet up back at the trumpet, and Kimberly goes... I'm sure there was a reason for that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's probably a reason. They're, for that. Like, they're like, yeah, but we should go to the youth yeah, center. like, we're not on, worry
1: about this. Yeah. It's like, we're, we're, you know, we're on a deadline here. Curtis needs his trumpet. So we'll, we'll figure it out. It'll, it'll <laughs> present itself in some way. So at the youth center, Curtis is sweating bullets. wondering where the trumpet is. Trini and Jason are just having a juice and they're saying, don't worry about it, man. They'll be here in a yellow cup and a red cup, yellow cup and a red cup. They show up, hand him over to trumpet, and we're going to get to this concert. Um, Bulk and Skull are busy doing what they said they're going to do. They're mixing cement, and Bulk, uh, like, they're at the top of this hill. And, like, uh, Bulk is going over to plan with Skull, just so he knows what to do. Yeah. And once uh, Skull is like, okay, that's, all right, good idea, let's do it. And he's like, all right, get to work. And Bulk
0: just kind of supervises. And he
1: walks through. He walks through, this, yeah, where the Rangers just had a fight.
0: So dumb.
1: But they're trying. Yeah. They're trying. And you gotta you gotta encourage this kind of behavior. You know, you gotta let bulk know. It's like, hey, that's not right for your friend to do it all. You should it
0: should be 50-50. Because he loves you, you love him. And you know your friend. You shouldn't walk through the place where you're trying to get your friends.
1: There's there should be some critical thinking here, some lateral thinking, bulk, but you're on the right path. Anyway, at the at the youth center curtis is playing with his band the i just i gotta say it's just curtis and the four white boys (laughs) like like it's the four white boys making the white boy faces all four of them you got a guy on sax got a guy on stand-up bass got a guy on drums and you got a guy on keyboard every single one of them is wearing like a a sage green in some way, and making white boy faces, white yeah. boy jamming faces, you know, like having a good jam session, while Curtis is playing a trumpet, the trumpet dust comes out of it, and it goes to those touched by the morphing grid, yeah, which is the Rangers,
0: and they all they, make these faces. They're like,
1: like, was that a fart kind of face? Yeah, you know it's like, oh, oh, I think we're good. You know, <laughs> I think that was it. It was just real brief. I don't think that that's lingering. And They go back to normal, and that
0: okay. is real happy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that the putties actually did something right, like, yeah. And he's like, you know what? This horn already did good for me. I gotta make a monster out of it. He's like, so
1: he waits for Curtis to finish his set. Curtis sets now. This is interesting. We both commented on this immediately. Curtis set sets the trumpet on a stool. Yeah. And the range is congratulating for a ripping set. You know, it was dope, real good. Sounded real jazzy. Those those you know, the way those notes were out of order and stuff like that. Real jazzy stuff. Yeah. The trumpet is behind Zack and Curtis. The way they let Three you... of the... Like, four of the Rangers are looking at Zack and Curtis who have their backs to the trumpet. Yeah. Just to set the scene. What you see. So the trumpet is directly behind them. Three, four Rangers looking at it. Zack looking at his cousin. A putty just appears behind them. No stealth... Like, I mean, just directly... appears directly in front of the Rangers who are looking in that direction, grabs the trumpet and then disappears. No one
0: bats an eye. And no one in the, the juice bar saw no it. No one in the juice bar reacts. There has to, there's, there's like 40 people in there. You would think if a putty showed up, someone would scream.
1: Yeah, or, or be like, ah, putty, you know, like, you know, like, so, cause it is a putty and it is Angel Grove, you know.
0: Someone hit him in the putty button.
1: Yeah, like get him out of here, you know, like someone would react. Yeah. Absolutely. Here's this silver-suited clay monster stealing a trumpet. No one reacts.
0: So, whatever he gets the trumpet Dummy.
1: and he turns the trumpet into what's it, trumpet head? Yeah.
0: Or it's, Trump, it's, it's trumpetron? It's, it's <laughs> trumpet master.
1: Oh, it's probably right here. Trumpet uh, top. Trumpet top. His name's Trumpet Top. Uh, we know him as uh, Tofu Hermit. Yeah. We found out today because we watched a Die Ranger episodes today that had this monster in it. Yep. He cool, but he does something way different in this episode because you can't
0: talk about drinking. Yeah, because it <laughs> can't have the booze monster.
1: Yeah. So, Bulk says, bring the... So, back at Bulk and Skull World, Bulk says, bring down the uh, wheelbarrow. I found a great set of prints. And he's all, hurry up. Skull starts wheeling the barrel down the hill and immediately loses control of it. It's sloshing, it's goopy cement everywhere, and where's it going to go? You got it, right in the bulk's face. It hits a rock, tips over, the contents of it splashes all over our big boy. And
0: And at this point, they're just foils to themselves. People aren't laughing at them. So we can't really make a a big deal I can't make a a staunch
1: defense. They're messing up. I can still promote their virtues, which is they're going for it on their
0: own, don't worry, you're going to get a chance to go off at the end of this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, there is some cruelty
0: that happens in this episode, that's for sure. So, at the end of it, they run in to Trumpet mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it's time for them to meet an old friend. Trumpet
1: Top starts uh, busting out some buddies.
0: Yeah, he... We got some hits. He brings out Grumblebee. He brings out... Uh, Rhino Blaster. Rhino Blaster. Socadillo, uh, uh
1: Stag Beetle, yeah, I think his name was just Stag Beetle. The Fighting Flea, Fighting Flea, the Mantis, the Mantis, and then we Our Shark Buddy, yeah, we get the the homie uh, Slippery Shark. Was yeah, that his name? Yeah, we get the homie Slippery Shark, and he looks as happy as he's always been. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know, oh, we also get uh, what's the li- uh, uh, the, the Lizardator? Uh, There's seven monsters. Not li- no, not Lizardator, because Lizardator is the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. This was um, this was the one that breathed fire. He's uh, like a, like a basilisk, you know, or uh, a... can't remember his name. We get a lot of Ameri- Well, this is all American footage. American Rangers, American footage of the monsters, it's pretty cool. They're having a fight on the beach. Uh, Zach fights Grumblebee on the like the lifeguard. Zach fights all of them. Yeah, Zach fights Grumblebee on the lifeguard deck. Rhino Blaster comes up. He stops him, kicks him down. Then Mantis gets him from behind. Zach is fighting three three monsters on his own. Billy tries to help but gets slapped by Mantis. Uh, Fire Lizard dude, who we cannot find the name of. Saliguana. Oh, Ah. Saliguana, of course. How could we forget (laughs) Saliguana? So, yeah, we got Stag Beetle. We got Sockadilla. We got Saliguana. We got Mantis. That's his name. Mantis. We got Fighting Flea. We got Rhino Blaster. I may have already said that. And then the one we all wanted to see, we always want to come back, and that's Slippery Shark.
0: He's the best.
1: So in this American footage, these suit actors are going for it, and I appreciate it. Soccodillo does, like, three backflips.
0: There's a point where uh, the stag beetle falls in the dirt, and Soccodillo just runs over his body. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> really funny.
1: Um... Uh Saliguana has a cool attack that you don't see in the Super Sentai footage. Which he's fighting the girls. He jumps and tail whip, tail whips both of them. Yeah, really neat. So, as you may have guessed, these are all hallucinations. These are mirages. These aren't. These rangers are. These rangers are fighting monsters that aren't really there. This Trumpetop, uh, like summoned these illusions, and because of the spell, they can see it. Yeah. So. Decent, decent, decent. Bulk and Skull, who are now covered in uh, dried cement, yeah, uh, come across the Rangers fighting on the beach, and they're freaking out because the Rangers just seem to have like they're just having a practice day. You know, they're kind of doing me in front of the TV watching Ninja Turtles three. You know, like they're kind of they're kind of doing little Freddy, which is dancing we're, with the turtles. Or uh, dancing with the turtles, or I mimic you know I mimic the fights I see and I just you know I just dance my dad watches and you know tolerates it honestly that's what that's what they see bulk's like once they're done doing whatever it is they're doing there's gonna be a lot of footprints down there and we're gonna
0: get them yeah and good job guys yeah but guess what there's a lot of footprints down there that's a beach You, you you're gonna try to get footprints off a beach all right.
1: Everything makes a footprint. There's so much down there. Like, the footprints, like, well, anyway. The rangers <laughs> get summoned by Zoran because Zoran's like, all right, we're Alpha, we got to put a stop to this. Get, this get,
0: let's get him out of there.
1: Yeah, so he he brings them to the command center. And uh, he gives them the lowdown and is like, stop it. You, the, the monsters aren't real, guys.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Jason's
1: worried that the monsters are going to be <laughs> heading towards the city, and so is Zack. Uh, Kimberly has a banger of a line where she says, like, after Zach says, the monsters were everywhere, Kimberly says, yeah, it was worse than the day after Christmas at the mall.
0: Yeah, to where we ended up having a 10-minute conversation in Wikipedia entry. Yeah, where we're
1: trying to figure out when Black Friday originated. Not Black Friday, the term, but Black Friday as we know it today. The modern Black Friday, which is the hysteria, you know, of... Stomping on people and ripping children in half to get your, you know, LCD TV at five dollars off. Yeah, yeah, you know, like
0: that—that that American pastime. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: Black Friday. Yeah.
0: Turns out it was—it's been a thing since the seventies.
1: Yeah, as we know it today, though, with the early openings and all, late two thousands, late two thousands, more recent than we thought. So, but you know, considering society. has been on this downfall for a bit you know it lines up you know it actually lines up pretty well so okay (laughs) so that makes sense why she said day after christmas and not black friday because you would have said black friday i went to black friday and i got gored by sockadillo and rhino blaster i'm pretty sure (laughs) you know i just wanted to pick up an xbox one you know and and got hit got got slapped around by slippery shark you know that was a fun a, time though. Well, yeah, but that that that's okay because you meet Slippery Shark. That's like meeting the Andrew WK of monsters. Yeah, it's a positive time. You know, it's reinforced. It's it's empowering.
0: Yeah. And, and <laughs> Zordon's like, "You guys got to beat the trumpet top monster," and he's like, "What?" And they look at him and goes, oh, now I know where my trumpet went." <laughs> yeah. Ugh.
1: He's like, the trumpet cast a spell on you which made you believe you were being attacked by
0: imaginary monsters, dummies. He, and they're like, how do you break the spell? Uh, you gotta go beat Trumpetop, you know, the Power Ranger way.
1: Yeah, what do you mean? Beat 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 Trumpetop. What do you think's gonna happen?
0: Yeah, dummy, Eli Drake, you know?
1: <laughs> um, Zed is like, man, not I'm B- not gonna B- even B- wait for them to get there. You know, Trumpetop, you go ahead and get big, my dude. You goofy
0: boy. Man, if they did any of this battle, if they did any of this battle, yeah, it would make no sense,
1: yeah, because there's a lot of tofu imagery. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff going on yeah, convenient enough for him that he just happens to have these weird horns on his head.
0: yeah, otherwise, I don't know what they would have done with this.: Maybe
1: it's like cute because like hey, you get it, he has horns, he's a but he's a drunk dingus, you know, so he has horns.
0: Yeah, but he also used the horns to shoot alcohol on people in the Die Ranger. Episode. Oh, they did have the
1: like, the
0: Zella crew, yeah. <laughs> like just blowing their horns. So they get there, they uh, immediately maybe based start on calling.
1: a Jap- Japanese ghost or something. That's usually the the ticket. You know, that's usually like, oh, that's really
0: weird. Well, I mean, the guy that was him was a
1: corpse. Yeah, oh yeah yeah, uh, Black Metal Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. If you ain't watching the Die Ranger stuff or listening to Die Ranger stuff, you're missing out, folks. Yeah, there's some stuff that goes down in that show.
0: <laughs> it's a whole episode about getting the Rangers
1: drunk. Yeah, really is. Um, so yeah, so the Zords are called upon. We get we get a really cool fight where uh, Trumpet Top is much more agile than the Thunder Megazord. Uh, so much so that he's able to knock the sword out of his hand and he uses the sword against Trumpetop. Yeah. Uh, Trumpetop uses a sword against Megazord for a bit, gets a few slashes in. And you said in the Die episode, it's like really staggering the contrast of the size of that sword to the monster. Yeah. He's two handing it and there's still room on that thing.
0: Yeah. That's a big, big sword, and the massive hands on a uh, Thunder Megazord, Direno, yeah, make that sword look like it fits.
1: Yeah, so there's some weight behind uh, the Thunder Megazord. Yeah, um, Thunder Megazord is able to get the sword back by just, just li- like, his eyes light up. Yeah, his eyes light up, and the crystal on the sword lights up, and bam, it blows up in his hands. Comes back to to uh, Thunder Megazord, who does you know does he his does thing. work.
0: He does his work. Yeah. Thunder Megazord Slash. Yeah. And that is the end of Trumpet Top.
1: Yep. Uh, pretty clear, cut, and dry. When we go back to the youth center, Curtis is, is a little upset that he lost the trumpet, but the Rangers come in with the trumpet, and they yeah. give it to him. He's like, where did you guys get this? And Jason has a cutesy line where he's like, oh, got it from some kid in the hallway. He said a Ranger gave it to him. Zach rolls his eyes. Yeah, Zach's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You can give us up yeah but it's happy everything all is well and then our boys come in with a giant slab of concrete yeah they have like a whole side they have a whole chunk of a sidewalk as they're coming into the juice bar struggling with it and they're like all right everybody line up put your feet in this you know we're gonna find out who's the power rangers maybe hopefully it wasn't them that just ran out yeah i don't know boys Maybe they just set it up at the youth center as like, "Are you a Power Ranger? Come on down." Maybe you are. Like, I don't know what their plan is. Maybe you have size 11 feet. Yeah, I don't know what the plan is. Are like, well, we know what the plan is. I don't know how it's gonna work though. Anyway, well, Zach tells as they're trying to climb up the stairs to the elevated dining area of the juice bar. Zach tells Richie to hit it, and Richie turns on some music. Yeah. So all the kids. Come down from the elevated dining area to go to the dance floor, the lower area of the juice bar.
0: Isn't it crazy, though, that Zack's like, oh, you want to find out who the Rangers are? I know kids can't resist dancing to this new music. hmm Hit play. Oh, he's on the pulse. Oh, yeah, I mean,
1: he is a tailor. He's He is the Zack man. He is on the pulse of what is hip and what is cool.
0: We do have an appearance of the Zack man coming up here.
1: We do. And <laughs> so these all the
0: kids c- are running at the cement and they it, are just knocking bulk and skull around. And luckily nothing happens to the cement block.
1: Yeah. They're able to the, just hold on as the kids rush past them. But then skull sl- slaps bulk on the back and bulk drops a slab on the ground. Yeah. And it shatters and their work, their, their entire day has just been for nothing. Bulk, Bulk wants to put it back together. Kimberly says, maybe it's better we don't know who the Power Rangers really are. Yeah. And then Zach hits him
0: with, yeah, I mean, it's nothing to go to pieces over. Oh, and Zach loves what he does so much that he throws a fist down. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, got him.
1: That's for getting my boy, Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Call him
0: a dweebzoid. That's
1: what you get. (laughs) So maybe he's standing up for his boy, Billy, but still, man. Even, hey guys, never step into cement. Just tell them no. (laughs) Say no, Bulk and Skull. We're not going to do that. You know why? Because we don't consider you people anyway. And we never listen to anything you do. So we're not going to step in your stupid cement. And we're going to tell everyone else to not step in your stupid cement. And they're not going to because you're Bulk and Skull. And guess what? We
0: don't care who the Power Rangers
1: are. Yeah. You don't have to ruin their work let them have their day and let them try their plan and let it go through and not succeed but at least let them try don't hinder them don't break their passion passion is what makes the world go round i love passion passion is what makes this show you know this all this is passion you know as i gesture to all the nerd stuff in the room passion is so important and you dare not dare not kill that of a kid. You know, you dare not kill that of someone who has it. Yeah. That sucks. That is horrendous. That is one of the most horrible things you can ever do something is to tell a kid you're not going to be able to do that. I had teachers all the time tell me I'm not going to do what I want to do. You know, I wanted to be in a band. You know, teachers tell me, oh, you ain't going to do that. Like, that's heartbreaking. You a kid too, don't be telling your fellow kids, you know, to not do what not pursue their bliss, you know, their dream. It sucks, man. They just want to know. <laughs> know. hmm Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm sorry. Oh. So I... the next episode.
0: <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just moving it along. Yeah, yeah, I digress. Beauty and the Beast came out six days later on October 10th, 1994. Who's manning this one? This one, it's a Cheryl Saban one. She wrote that. Mm-hmm. But who... Who directed it? Mm-hmm. John Stewart. John
1: Stewart, who has never steered us wrong. And this episode's very entertaining. So he continues that legacy. Yeah. So what's this episode about? People miss
0: Tommy. Kimberly's so sad that Tommy's gone. And, and she's she... looking at the mirror that Tommy won for her from the carnival. You sure Tommy didn't
1: dig that out of some ruin? Like <laughs> like this mirror does not look like you can get it at a carnival.
0: No, this mirror looks like you can get it at a head shop.
1: This mirror looks cursed. You know, this mirror looks like you could get it out of the same shop that uh, Rachel McAdams got the the earrings out of for in the hot chick that turns her into Rob Schneider.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, like,
1: a, well, not turns her. Well, yeah, turns her, swaps bodies with Rob Schneider. Like, that's what that's where that mirror looks like it came from. That weird shop. Like this, oh. it looks like you can also get a Mogwai from the shop that had that mirror, you know? It looks, that mirror does not look like you can get it from a carnival. If you can get it from a carnival, that carnival also has Pineapple the Clown at it. And your children is in danger of being turned into a cardboard standout. You your children's get, in danger of being turned into a fat head. If you can get that at a carnival, you can also get murdered at the carnival. <laughs> yeah, you can also get murdered at that carnival. <laughs> Yeah. If you yeah. I oh. think the great Malenko gave you that mirror if you got it from a carnival.
0: Oh man, you are at the Juggalo carnival <laughs> if you got that mirror.
1: Yeah, you you that that thing is going to tell you about your Jake Jekyll or Jack Jekyll is inside that mirror. Something's wrong with it. You did not lick the carnival.
0: Jeez. The only way you get that mirror is out of the riddle box. <laughs> uh. Oh. So <laughs> Zed and Goldar are talking. Goldar's like, hey, man, remember that time you got the Green Ranger gone? Hey, (laughs) man, everybody's real depressed. Remember that good time? Good thing you did that
1: one time? And Zed's having a real human moment where he's like, you know, that Pink Ranger, she's always intrigued me.
0: (laughs) Mm. That Pink (laughs) Ranger, she's always walking out there. Just being her. just Just wearing that pink. Just, it's kind of like my flesh, <laughs> which I don't have. So I guess it's kind of like my muscles, but just a lighter version. Yeah, this... You think she likes dudes with muscles like this?
1: You think you just have an earnest conversation with Goldar? You know what? We're
0: going to make her my queen. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, and that's the plot where Zed's like, I'm going to wife her up. You know what? I'm going to make her kiss
0: this bicep. Mm.
1: He aspires to what every boy like me or Dan growing up aspired to, which is wifing up Kimberly because she is a queen. Um, it's morphin' time. Yeah. So Kimberly is looking at a flyer. Someone named Madam Swampy again. That's a Juggalo-adjacent name. <laughs> like, you Madam Swampy? Yeah, you
0: a jet, Yeah, like... Yeah. Oh. She says that she can see your future. Yeah. So Kimberly wants to go get all this stuff read, and Billy's like, there's no scientific fact to say that's true. And she's like, I don't care. I just want to have a good time. Yeah. Which is what everybody says when you tell them that fortune telling's not real.
1: Yeah, that's true. So they leave the flyer there. Bulk and Skull come in. Uh, Bulk has his, like, his weird Indiana Jones kind of garb, and is still wearing his uh, Confederate soldier hat. They come to the bar, <laughs> and, and to get service... Skull comes up and starts hammer-fisting the counter, going, ah!
0: And Bulk just comes up and goes, service. Yeah.
1: And and when that doesn't work, Bulk sticks out his... He opens his mouth, sticks out his tongue, and keeps motioning to his mouth like, yeah. like a chimp waiting for his orange slices, you know? Please, <laughs> throw the fruit... Over the fence. It's
0: feed time. It's food time. And yeah. the, they're like, oh, where, oh, there's a fortune teller. Yeah, yeah. They well, see the fortune. She yeah. could tell us who the Power Rangers are, and they just take off. They Kimberly, don't care about the food. Kimberly,
1: baby girl, if Bulk and Skull get excited for that flyer, you shouldn't be getting excited for that flyer.
0: Yeah. And they head into Ma- Madam Swampy's lair, and Madam Swampy looks like, oh, what's her name from the Drew Carey show? Mimi.
1: Yeah, she it does she is looking like Mimi. Funny enough, Mimi had wow, there's a lot of things drawing us to to the dark carnival <laughs> looking at Mimi's uh paint right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Kathy Kinney looking just like her.
1: Yeah. Um Madame Swampy, who definitely has a tattoo of the Wraith on her, <laughs> um says like is will read their fortune. It's like, but you gotta pay. So right. our boys collectively have Two wrap candies, a costume ring, one of those spider rings
0: that you would get on a Halloween-themed cupcake, and then I gotta imagine... Well, just some candy, a quarter. Maybe a rubber band. A toy spider, a spider ring, and yeah. then a costume ring. She says, I'll give you a free prediction. You get
1: what you pay for. Yeah. And then she hands him a treasure map. There's something very clear on the other side of this map which the boys do not look at, but we can see it as an audience.
0: Yeah, I thought that they just I thought that she just drew a map on a flyer.
1: That's a real cool duster that Skull has. It's Mac Mac would like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: He, he would.
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, like now that they got this map, that's enough incentive for our boys and they're off. They're going to follow this to the ends of the earth. Yeah. Back at um Back at the humidity chamber for uh, for (laughs) Lord Zed, the fans are going, and there's a nice mist
0: everywhere to keep his meat from drying out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And this is where he says some troublesome stuff. (laughs) But he says, (laughs) go get my new queen, lure her to the dark side. Once she's tasted evil, her days as a new
1: gooder will be over. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? I don't know, but, but Goldar's all for it. He's like, yeah, we're going to finally defeat the Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, so, and this part gets real. So Kimberly goes to Madame Swampy, somehow gets there
0: after Bulk call, skull. But it, she feels weird about it. She says it's like a sketchy spot.
1: Well, it looks like Elko, Nevada, which has nothing but mutants in it. So yeah. I think this is sketchy too. Putties and Goldar teleport in a line. Yeah. And now the she's under attack by the, the Putties, Goldar has
0: some dust. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just laughing because of what she said. <laughs> yeah. But he throws it in her face and he's like go to sleep little girl. Yeah, po- pocket sand
1: jutsu's her. Just throw some dust in her face and she falls over. Goldar puts her over his shoulder and they the putties and Goldar just celebrate for a good 8 seconds or so before they teleport away. Yeah. Oh, they have a man. good time.
0: Yeah. And they take her to the cave of fantasy, which is just the cave, but with a nice chair in it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: we all know which which cave this is. Come on, guys. Oh, so, Billy and Zach are in the park uh new boot goofing. Yeah. And <laughs> and I say new boot goof because these are new rollerblades, y'all. Yeah, they're getting them practiced up for this movie coming up. Mm-hmm. But that Zach still thinks he's going to be a part of.
0: Ooh, that was rough. Uh, Zordon calls him and says, we've already got Trini here. Get to the command center. And yeah. they teleport them all there and tell them about the cave of fantasy and yeah. how they have Kimberly.
1: So Billy's like, like, I believe it's Billy. He's like, how do you find this cave? And 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 I feel like it's sarcasm. The, I really think it's like sarcasm. Zordon's like, I don't know,
0: Billy. <laughs> yeah. They're like, but where's Jason?" They're like, "He's in the mountain." Yeah, <laughs> we do. We like, can't yeah, get like to
1: Like, it must be blocking the signal. He's in the mountain. It's like, yeah, like, what? Wh- where's this cave? I don't know, Billy. Can you think of a cave, smart
0: guy? Huh? Yeah. And then Zed's like, "Well, we need to enact the plan because if they all go after Kimberly, <laughs> yeah, we can't, uh, we can't stop it." Mm-hmm.
1: So, in order to stop they, in order to distract them, Richie. And Curtis, being best of friends, are, you know, uh, are also rollerblading in the park. And they get
0: attacked by putties, because that's always, that's just a, like. Curtis is doing his, no, Risky is doing his best Ryan Steele. He's wearing vest, no shirt.
1: Yeah, he is doing the vest, no shirt, but he ain't Ryan Steele.
0: Yeah, he isn't rolling up his shorts. Yeah.
1: Like, you got those shorts got to be above the knee, then you got to take them half an inch higher. They are above the knee, but they aren't the half an
0: inch higher. Yeah.
1: The, those, those are the parameters. Yeah. So at the command center, uh, Alpha says, we've had the coordinates or the parameters for the, the cave. You don't need everyone you know knows. where it was. Everyone knows where It's off cable. La Brea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, just, you know, where this is a 10-minute drive or a 12-second teleport for you. Yeah, just they see in the viewing globe that uh, Curtis and and Richie are under attack. So Zach's like, all right, Billy, you and Kimberly, go get Kimberly. I'll go save the guys. Yeah. And that's what they do. They split up. And now we get into some more. Huh. That's interesting, because Zach goes, Zach goes to fight and he fights, Uh, you know, out fine, whatever. Billy yeah. and Kimberly morph. When they're, or Billy and Trini more, excuse me, when they fight the putties, something happens to voices. Like, something happens. Now, we can't confirm that this isn't, Bil- this isn't Billy, this isn't David Yost saying yeah. it, but there's something off about it. And as far as Trini, you just have to hear it yourself, because... It's not Trini's voice. It is not Trini's it's voice. someone doing their best Asian impression. That's, it really... Not a
0: Trini impression. Just Asian.
1: Yeah, just some kind of stereotypical Asian. It's crazy. It's really, really crazy. I it, I don't know how that guy greenlit, but, you know, then again, it's for kids, so, like, you know, they expect kids not to know. I mean, notice. I didn't, notice they didn't him, expect. Probably. They didn't expect kids to become 30 and make a podcast on it, you know, yeah. like, and here we are. What's a podcast back then? I don't know. You know some, it sounds like I put two words together.
0: It's weird. But <laughs> we just cut to the park. Yeah, and Zach is doing some real live fighting against yeah. the putties. Yeah, and we get uh, do we get combat here or five for one? Uh, uh, I think it's.
1: Oh no, it, we we it, we get fight. That's right. We it's a yeah. We get fight playing because um, man, if you got if you got Wasserman on retainer, you're just
0: you're you got to use it.
1: You're using it because it makes the show. Um, decent fight though. Very decent fight. Good action. Good stunt work. Uh uh Trini and Billy are handling those putties. Most of our fights are putty
0: fights yeah. for,
1: for a little bit. Yeah, Zach is flip kicking and spin kicking and low kicking
0: and just, just laying putties out. He's taking on like seven at a time. Pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, and Curtis and Richie are just kinda running. Yeah. And at the end of the fight, they're like, What are those? And Richie goes, Oh, they're putties. Yeah, I've read about him online. <laughs> online. Yeah. No, I heard about him on the news. <laughs> yeah. Well, nowadays, like, yeah, I read about him online. Yeah, those, <laughs> are, those things suck. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Curtis goes, I guess Angel Grove isn't heaven.
1: Yeah, it was something like that. It's it like, isn't a paradise. Yeah, Angel Grove sure is no paradise. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. There's some things.
0: There's the tire man.
1: But the, it has its charms as well. Inside the cave of a fantasy. fantasy. That's a honeymoon suite. You know, like, I don't, like, that's a, that's a, that's a name with some connotation behind it. So, Kimberly wakes up in her throne. She falls over, and Goldar weaves his, his uh, like, his sword around. And she now is wearing Rita's costume. Which is clearly the the one that's been used all the time, because yeah. it looks a little worn. Yeah, and they have her morpher and her communicator in a little pink net bag hanging from the wall. And it was very nice of them to theme it. Yeah. The yeah. bag's pink, you know, just so you know. Like, it's silly.
0: So Kimberly goes along because the spell didn't work. Yeah. She, Goldar just thinks it worked. Yeah, yeah. So she goes along
1: with it. And she starts, she starts <laughs> screaming like Rita, and it's really good.
0: She was loving it. Oh, is it like every time they do her makeup like Rita too? Yeah.
1: Every time these kids get to do like bad stuff, they get to play bad guys. They love it. Yeah. Like seeing David Yost be evil is one of the most gleeful things you'll ever see. Like he just loves it. Kimberly is hamming it up. She's having such a good time. She bonks Goldar on the head with her staff. She's yelling at Squat and Babu. She even does, You're, you guys are giving me such a headache. You know, like screaming and screeching. Yeah. It's great. It's really good stuff. When she screeches about the headache, the uh, Goldar and Squat and Babu kind of like step away. And just as they do that, Billy and Trini come in and they and they save Kimberly.
0: Yeah. They pull her out. Goldar's like, this isn't a good idea. My spell worked too well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, once, once, uh, once, Goldar, once Goldar knows that he's been, uh, he's been duped, he runs. Billy spin kicks him in the chest. It's good. And, and they just run, run out of the cave. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Because this cave is not hard to find,
0: nor is it very deep. And then Zed's just like, what's going on? Oh, I got to make a new monster.
1: Yeah. This cave is more like a grotto or something, you know? It's like, it's like, it's, there's two entrances to it and it just, and it's very shallow. Yeah. And. So, Mere Maniac. Yeah, he shows up. He just shows up and he starts doing like the the hand jutsus and stuff and having a good time. And he does the stuff he does in Die Ranger, but with none of the destruction. Just yeah. Him in different locations. Kimberly has a cute line as they escape the cave, and he's like, wow, you you know did a good job fooling him." And she's like, "Yeah, I know. I should have been an actress, huh?" Oh uh, cute. That's,
0: that's fun. That's fun. It's a fun time. Yeah.
1: Billy asks if uh, zoran has been able to contact uh, Jason, and he's like, "Yeah, they, don't worry. He's already with uh, he's already with Zach." Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. They all they all show up at the park, morphed, and then we get again a hia. Yeah, we get a Haya But they have that. They have plenty of those. You have millions of those to use. You're and never. You can do simple stuff like that. But this is clearly not
0: Trini. This is clearly not Jason. These voices. It's are, clearly not Zach because it, guess what? The rest of this fight is silent except for Kimberly and Billy Yeah, Ayaz. Yeah. And the Billy ones are muted. So, we don't know what's going on. Yeah, we know we, what's going on, but we don't know what's going on. Is
1: Again, they make up for it with really solid action. Yeah. Good fight. Uh, combat's playing.
0: It's actually a really long fight.
1: It is. It is. like It's um, a lot of uh, long, uninterrupted shots, Yeah, you know, which is great, because it just shows off the, the skill of these workers.
0: Yeah, it's Oh, there's that awesome kick. Oh, Kimberly yeah. jumps in the air and she goes for this kick that a putty dodges and then she just comes around with her other leg and just yeah. kicks him in the butt. As button. she's
1: rotating the, the the left leg does a quick like
0: little thrash out and hits him in the button in the kill button. And I gotta be honest, I feel like they got new stunt actors for everybody because every ranger looks super thin, except for Red Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Red Ranger is Eric Betts, who's a beast. Yeah. <laughs> Who's a big big boy? Yeah, everybody has. You might have seen him naked on Westworld. Uh, but every have you seen Westworld? Everybody's naked in that show.
1: I I know that. Like I haven't seen Westworld though. I know I yeah. should. I don't anyway, have HBO Go or anything. You have HBO
0: Go? Uh, no. I I don't know whose password I use. Okay, because I've been looking to get on someone's HBO Go
1: because man, they get some stuff on there I really like to watch. Also, life's too short. Uh, the um, Warwick Davis little minisode yeah. miniseries, it's just it's like a mockumentary is that follows Warwick Davis. Funny, it's made by Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais is in it actually, and so is Stephen Merchant because they both made it. But uh, funny, if you have HBO, go watch Life's Too Short. It came out like 2011, 2010, hmm. and especially the finale. Oh my god, the finale is so funny. But anyway, I'm getting off topic. But you know, anyway, it's also a power playthrough, so whatever, right? We're only an hour
0: and nineteen minutes into this. Hey, movie. we're doing good. Yeah, we're on our final episode.
1: <laughs> Whew, we're trying, we're trying, y'all. <laughs> yeah, so we don't have a producer to reel us in or anything. <laughs> so it's just sometimes it just goes.
0: Sometimes it's just me editing stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> uh so they all go and they they call the Megazord because uh, the the
1: bomb has come down. Yeah, Mirror Maniac goes big. His mirror, as you can see now, is broken. I don't believe... We don't know why. They don't... I mean, we know why from dire Ranger, but here, it's
0: just broken now. I gotta assume it's because he threw the bomb down. Something like that. I can kayfabe it that
1: way. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, the impact or something like that. Yeah. Some stuff, right? Um... We get a very, very standardized fight. Again, yeah. kinda odd because of the lack of of uh, certain voices. But well, um, well this
0: one has like all of the like Megazord actions. Well sequences. yeah, they have
1: that. Because that's there forever. Yeah. But uh, the fight's really quick because that's just the nature of Die Reno fights. Yeah. If Die Reno comes out in Die Ranger, that monster doesn't have long. Yeah, like that monster is basically just he's he's done for. He has a, He has less than a minute to live.
0: So Thunder Megazord, same thing. Yeah, he has <laughs> got the thunder powers, and he is showing up. The one thing that we're noticing in this these battles is something happened with the footage transfer because the Mirror well, Maniac. This happened was... as
1: early as as uh, Zio. Because remember all those weird shots we got of the Dragon Sword. With blue, so there's something that happened in the video transfer because Mirror Master, as you're saying, he has like this kind of patina look in in Die Ranger where he's green. Yeah, and also Thunder Megazord, we all know the very very uh, standout
0: green chess coin.
1: Yeah, the emerald in the center, along with the green on the lion, because it's like a jade lion kind of thing. Yeah, it's blue. It's like a it's a aqua marine or a turquoise. So something definitely happened in the video, in the video transfer, for for this stuff because it is, yeah, it is the color is really off. Just
0: interesting, just interesting stuff. Yeah. 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 You but know. like at the end of it, like Zordon does his like, oh, the Rangers won't fare so well because every one of these shows has so to have I a think next Zordon time again,
1: huh? I think he said Zordon again.
0: I think they're the same person. <laughs> that's Zed right, and that's Zordon. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, my bad. My bad. Zed does that like next time gadget thing because every show has to have that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we cut back to the juice bar and Kimberly's sad because she lost her mirror, and yeah, it's uh, her remnant of Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is her Tommy mirror? But here, oh. com- who comes in? Curtis, and he's got the he's got the Tommy mirror. Yeah. And goes, oh, thank you so much. And Curtis goes, oh, anything for a pretty lady. I heard your boyfriend's out of town. <laughs> I heard your boyfriend likes to spend a lot of time in the woods.
1: Yeah. And Bulk and Skull come in. This is where the map is led them, And they're like, there's no Power Rangers here. And Bulk's like, well, so much for old Madam Swampy. They throw the map on the ground. Yeah. Billy pickle- pickles it up.
0: Yeah, he pickles he it up. He
1: pickles it up. He uncrumples it. And he looks at it. And he said, did you read the back? No, on the back, it's an advertisement for a free protein muffin at Ernie's Juice Bar. They're like, okay. But,
0: they asked to know who the Power Rangers are. She gave them a map, and the map led them to the Power Rangers. There is
1: something to be said about that. Maybe there's some juggalo mysticism that worked.
0: <laughs>
1: How many Z's or R's are in this kind of bizarre? You tell me.
0: Yeah. So the Rangers look at it and they get they see the coupon.
1: yeah, the protein muffin coupon. and they're like, "Well, you know, Hey, free muffin." Turn around, Ernie's got the muffins. Like, yeah, yeah. Look, you know, this is a promotion. Like, I have yeah. a I have a deal. Madam Swampy's my friend, so it's, you know, free promotion or cross-promotion, whatever. Yeah. They grab a muffin, they start chomp, chomping down, and who is it, Zach or Billy says, uh, it's a free muffin when you buy lunch, boys.
0: Yeah. And they just spit the muffins out. Yeah. And then they go, well, you know what happens when you can't pay for your meal? And Ernie just reaches down into the Bulk and Skull box and hands them <laughs> Yeah,
1: there. it is the Bulk and Skull box. <laughs> He's like, oh, let me get bulk." Let me get bulk's apron and let me get Skull's apron.
0: Time for you boys to wash your, your daily dishes. Yeah, because you ate for free. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just and that's how the episode ends with yeah. everyone kind of like giggling about them having to wash dishes again.
1: Yeah, freeze frame. It's a it's a very light episode. Like I said, these episodes were more poignant for uh, what's happening to the production of the show. Yeah. Not so much what actually happens in the show story wise, but yeah, like there's you can tell uh, the, the the tides receding or it's or it's high. T- what I don't know. what I'm trying to say something's happening. The landscape is shifting in Power Rangers. Oh, it's becoming b- bigger budget, and there's gonna be a change. Bigger budget, and something
0: big's about to happen. And yeah. that big thing is going to be our episode next Monday. Yeah, boys. White light is next
1: Monday. Uh huh. Mm hmm.
0: So make and that's sure when,
1: like we usually like to do three episodes, sometimes four episodes if the last one's a two parter or to for, like something like that in 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 each of these viewings. Yes. Um. But this one will be strictly white light, so it's only going to have two episodes in it. Yeah. But I'm sure we're going to find a way to fill up. An hour and a half or more with, with, uh, some talkings.
0: Well, we might have something special
1: for everybody. Oh yeah, we may have something special. But. And then if we don't talk about it then, then don't worry about it. But we may have something special. Yeah.
0: So, stay tuned next Monday for White Light. hmm It's going to be exciting. Yes. Uh, I'm going to wear all white in, you know. In solidarity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna be standing here in white linen pants and a white shirt with three buttons on it. Oh, so Andrew WK
1: kind of. Oh, well, you're gonna have a button-up shirt though.
0: Three buttons. I'm. I'm oh, doing the, it. the
1: uh... what are those called? The uh...
0: Henley. A Henley. Mm. Yes. So, yeah. Just I might also wear a brown leather jacket. Who knows?
1: You yeah, know, see how feisty you feel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It depends on how hot it's gonna be in this room. That's so, what I'm fearing. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, other than that, mm-hmm. thank you so much for listening to our show. We didn't get into too many bulk and skull gimmicks because there weren't too many bulk and skull gimmicks.
1: I had, yeah, I had a little tangent. Yeah. But
0: there but there yeah. weren't too many. Yeah. Uh, we want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song Power Playthrough. You can get your own download of that at rainer.bandcamp.com. Don't take Every time I pause as a space, (laughs) when you're there, you can get some of their music and you can get some of their merch. It's good stuff. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If
0: you love our show, or if you even just like our show, why don't you head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash power playthrough where you can... You can get access to more than just Power Rangers. For as little as a dollar a month, you can get a monthly... Boom Studios podcast, which I'm slacking on, so that's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to get it. Yeah, you'll get it. Don't worry. One day I'll bang out nine of
1: them. Yeah, that's a threat. You can <laughs> take that as a threat. You're going to get those episodes.
0: <laughs> uh, or you can go check out our VR Troopers episodes.
1: We're that's trying right. to do stuff in time. VR Troopers, we're doing this chronologically. So a few, epi- a few episodes back here, Mighty Morphin Season 2... Little show called VR Troopers started airing as well, and that means we're doing it as well. So yeah, that's going on every Friday. Yes, on our Patreon. Yes. So if you like, like Dan said, if you just kind of like the show, you think it's cute, you know, whatever. Like, we appreciate it so much. Go on down to Patreon. Like you said, it's cheap as a dollar. You can get those episodes too, so you can hear us goof about another goofy show, <laughs> a goofy uh. adjacent show.
0: I just sent over to Freddie earlier this week some of the proofs for our first T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, heading over to mammothkingmerch.com, dot will get you that T-shirt. We will m- post on all of our social media when it goes live. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so, thank you so much for listening. Do we have anything else? Uh no. Just state
1: that. Keep keep rocking with us, man. If you if you hear so, if you made it this far, keep rocking it with us. Um, like I said. We're going to be doing Power Rangers till we're dead. Um and we're also but like also on that Patreon, you're going to get a lot of different stuff. Not we plan on doing a lot of Power Rangers adjacent stuff, not to go too far into it. But like you may going to see like other weird one-offs of different things. Maybe there'll be a Freddy pick or a Dan pick or maybe a someone else pick and we'll talk about that. Who knows? Yeah. But there's there's a lot going on. We're gonna want to keep providing content for you, and we're so 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 thankful to anyone listening to this right now, and and so thankful anyone that checks out that Patreon just gives it a glance. Uh, thank you guys so much.
0: Yeah, that's all we have. Yeah, may the power protect you.